Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Ren with Dance With My Demons podcast. Are you looking to start a podcast? Then let Buzzsprout be the way. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show. Podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show could be online and listed on all the major podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and many more, just within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. With Buzzsprout, you can create something great together. Follow the link in the show notes, which lets Buzzsprout know we sent you. Buzzsprout will send you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and it's sent after a second paid invoice, and it helps support our show as well. Buzzsprout, the best way to create a great and professional podcast. Later. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Ren with Dance with My Demons podcast. This is season three, episode 11, and I've entitled it The Bipolar Superhero. On this episode, I want to chat about the positives of me living with bipolar. You know, up till now, I've spoken a lot about the negatives, so I thought you know, I'd make this episode about the positives. So with that being said, sit back, hit play, and welcome to Dance with My Demons podcast. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the show. This is episode 11, The Bipolar Superhero. So up until now, it's been about two, almost two and a half years, three seasons. And for the better part of most of the episodes, you know, whenever I've talked about mental illness or, or my bipolar, I've always pretty much spoken, I guess, on a more negative light or on the darker side of it, I should say. But I figure on this episode, I want to point out some of the positives of it. Now, probably the aspects that you hear the most about in regards to um, the bipolar on the more positive side has always been the, the creativity that people seem to have when it comes to living with bipolar. Now, it doesn't mean everybody is like that or has that certain creative ability like musicians and artists and and things of that nature but for quite a few there is that aspect i i know for myself uh living with bipolar on the more higher side or the the mania side there tends to be more of a um a clear a clear vision of it of how i see things um i'm able to kind of like harness of what I'm working on or what I'm looking at. I know there's aspects of it where I can definitely see outside of the box 
in so many different ways when I'm working on something or I'm looking at something creatively. Whereas most people, I think, see things on a more traditional level, I can definitely see beyond, I guess, the normal range of what people view as creative in some levels. Um, and that's been a definite, you know, aspect that that's been really good for me in regards to my career and in regards to me being in school and the things that I'm able to do. Um, I'm able to, you know, have a, a much clearer view on the work that I do. It, it kind of like, to some level, I kind of look at it like a light bulb right before it's ready to go out. It gets really, really super bright. And then, you know, it lasts for a while and then finally, boom, it goes out. And I kind of view it living with bipolar that way. You know, you have those moments of mania where it's like it, things are super bright and things become super clear and you have all this energy and you're able to do so many things. You're able to multitask on so many levels. And then eventually, you know, you end up with the crash or things come down. You know, you, unfortunately, we we're not able to control when or how it happens, but the mania only lasts for so long and eventually you do come down. But while I am going through the mania, I've always kind of viewed it as like my secret weapon, especially when I'm at work, um, because I, I can do so many things. I'm able to juggle so many tasks. I'm able to think um, things very differently. Now, besides being involved in the podcast, and being a student, I also I work in the uh, the semiconductor chemical industry where I'm a lab technician, and there's a lot involved with um, formulations and and batches being created for for products. And you know what I do, I work alongside a research and development department and, and a company I work for. So being creative is very important, and how you see and view things are very important because one of the major components of what I do is you do need to see outside of the box. You can't always see things from a traditional sense of how people view things. And that's important. And that's definitely an asset to me and to the company, I suppose, because it helps me be more creative in the things that I do. I also find that when I am going through the mania, um, it, my sense or my need for knowledge gets heightened. Um, I, I, it almost like my brain is asking to be, you know, fed information as much as I could give it. And I'll find myself reading a lot. Um, I can easily find myself reading multiple books um, at the same time, not literally at the same time, but, you know, m multiple books I'll be reading in a very short period of time and um, and it's just my brain kind of absorbing all this knowledge that it needs and at the same time while you know I'm functioning that way I'm at almost any given time I will find myself listening to music it's literally in my ear pretty much 80% of my day um, most of it being while I'm at work um, I have my earbud in and music is playing, but for some reason when that's going on, it kind of like, 
it kind of stimulates my brain and kind of like gets me even more motivated than I already am when I'm going through the mania and the higher points. I know it helps me a lot when I'm in my classes and I'm, you know, I'm studying. I have this ability to kind of really fine tune and get into the topic that I'm in. For some reason, I, I get like hyper focused. I'm able to see things so much clearer and my work, especially with school becomes very, very productive. I find myself being super productive, especially during class. Now, unfortunately, it's not something I can control. Um, it comes when it comes and it ends when it ends. Um, for whatever rhyme or reason, sometimes you, you think you can harness it and wield it and do it to your will, but you really can't for whatever whatever triggers it or whatever causes it to go into the mania, it, it happens. You know, I, I wish I could pinpoint it and say, yeah, you know, I did this and that's what made the mania come. But unfortunately, it doesn't necessarily work that way. You know, it will come and it go when it chooses to. I know a lot of it plays into times of the year, the seasons, definitely during the warmer weather and the sunnier weather. I definitely have, you know, uh, bunch more energy than I do during the fall and winter times where things are a little darker, a little gloomier. Um, the weather is definitely different than it is in the summer. Now, for those of you who, you know, don't live somewhere where they have the seasons all year round, you may or may not understand this. Um, you know, for some of you who probably live somewhere tropical, um, you probably see the sunshine, you know, more often than not. Um, whereas, you know, where I'm from, it's not like that. You know, we do have seasons and it rotates every year. And so you do, as it changes, you know, you change with it. Um, you know, it could be a good thing. could also be a bad thing. Um, it depends, I guess, suppose how you handle it or what you do to keep yourself motivated through it. Now, a few episodes ago, I spoke about um, how you know, going through the seasons change when summer ended and I was going into the fall and I was, I spoke about, you know, wanting to push through it. I, I was taking on a new training regimen and, and I wanted to kind of evaluate and watch myself and see if I could push through it. And it's been what almost two months now since that seasonal change happened. And I can honestly tell you that in comparison to other years, this year has definitely been, uh, you know, a better, a better push through of it. I'm able to be, you know, still maintain my energy. I'm still able to maintain my workout program. Um, I've had, if I've had any, which I can't even really recall, I don't think I've had any depressive, you know, moments yet. Um, doesn't mean that, you know, you don't have your days where you're down, but it's definitely um, not like in the past where it can really kind of take you over and you know you find yourself days or even weeks or even months where you're kind of in a really good funk. But fortunately, um, this season hasn't been that way. And, uh, you know, I'm still very much intent on keeping my training regimen, regimen and still be able to keep my other things that I've gone, you know, besides my work, I have school coming up again. I have a, you know, a, a new set of, um, 
subjects coming up at the beginning of the new year. So I have a lot of things to keep me active um, to help me get through this season. And hopefully by the time spring and summer comes, I will have pushed through the worst of it and still be motivated and pushing onward. You know, that, you know, living with a mental illness, that's kind of what you want. That's the best case scenario, you know, you want. Unfortunately, you know, it's not successful for everybody. You know, everybody's situation is different and some people are able to push through it and other people's circumstances may be different where they're not able to be push it, pushed through it. And, you know, I, I, um, I, I definitely sympathize and empathize with people who are going through that. I mean, I can relate, obviously. Um, I've lived through it for so many years, so I, I've definitely seen some very crappy moments, and I've had some really good moments. So I can definitely understand um, from a certain perspective um, when people are going through the downside. Obviously, I don't know their personal experience, but I can relate to the feeling of being down and out and kind of, you know, feeling really lethargic and, you know, not really full of energy. But always the goal, at least for me, is always to to keep the energy level up. At times, it, for some of you, it may require uh, a lifestyle change. For some of you, it may require, um, you know, an adjustment to your medication. It may require you to, you know, do things differently to kind of stimulate yourself and keep yourself motivated and to keeping that energy uplifted. Um, I know for me at different times of my life, I've had to make adjustments to my medication to help give me that little extra boost. So some things, some medication might get swapped out or the milligrams that are given to me might be adjusted, whatever it may be, you know, that's what I went through to find those levels to try to keep me as balanced as possible. Because um, that's always what, you know, living with a mental illness, you, you, it's what you really, your goal is to try to keep things balanced, even, even if you're not too high, it, it you know, keeps you from getting to that level. And if you're not too low, you know, it, it kind of helps you. It, it's, you want to be at that even keel for for the most part of your life um you know so you try to keep yourself as filled with energy as possible and you, and you have to do whatever you can to keep that energy and you know as much as living with mental illness can be a real pain in the ass and it can be frustrating at times it can be aggravating at times and you know fortunately for me I'm able to still find a lot of positives in it you know I, I, I with a full understanding and I've come to the realization this is what I have to live with I've accepted it um, once you come to that acceptance part it makes managing it much easier than not accepting it um, that's probably it's like anything if you know what the problem is and you can find a solution for it it makes it easier about going about you know dealing with it and working through that solution and it's no different with mental illness once you know what you're dealing with it's from that point on that you can go about doing what you need to do to manage it 
and make it better so you don't have you know those crappy days i think probably the worst aspect for me was very early on and prior to me being diagnosed um it's not knowing what i was dealing with you know you get that sense that something's wrong but you don't really know what it is because you you know you haven't been evaluated yet so you can't put your finger on it yet but you just know something's off and that's probably the crappiest time um is when you don't know what you're dealing with there's so much going on with you on in your brain and how you do things how you handle things so it makes it really difficult to manage when you don't know what you're dealing with I know, you know, once I found out, it was definitely a process, but I know once I found out the light bulb went off and I was like, okay, I could put my finger on it. Now I know what I'm dealing with. You know, I could put a name to what's going on. And from that point on, the journey started. And it's, God, it's been so many years since I've been diagnosed, maybe 13 now. And it's, you know, it's, it was a lot of work very early on, um, a lot of frustration. A lot of trial and error, especially with medications. A lot of trial and error. You know, you're playing around. You you are literally the human guinea pig. So with that comes a lot of frustration. There are times where you just, you know, I've had enough. I don't want to do this anymore. You know, maybe I just give up and not take my medication at all. Maybe, you know, I give up on doing all the things that I was doing and just whatever. But I can honestly tell you that gets you nowhere. And any work or any progress you put into it you just set yourself further back now so it's very important to me and, and don't get me wrong there have been relapses um throughout the years and by relapse i mean you know where you stop taking your medication and you fall into that you know negative cycle of where it goes there's definitely have been those relapses over the years but i can honestly say there's been a lot less of it since I've come to that full acceptance, um, you know, I, I find myself not wanting to even think about giving up or not going, giving up on my medication, all that, you know, that is definitely very far in my rearview mirror. Um, so my focus has been for the past few years is just the positive. And I know you know, not everybody wants to hear about the positive all the time. It can be kind of annoying and frustrating. and But it is important. And it's important to me that I'm constantly reaffirming to myself the positivity and the things that I need to do and getting up to go to work and make sure, you know, I stay focused on my job at hand and doing all the things that I need to do in my everyday life um, to be successful and do it well. Um it's important you know it's definitely a important very important aspect of managing a mental illness in my case living with bipolar whether you realize it or not and this is kind of where the title bipolar superhero came from if you're managing your bipolar or certain type of mental illness you'll find that if you look deep inside everybody has a certain gift a certain aspect of their mental illness that heightens a certain ability ability of theirs to be kind of stronger at it or better at it or more focused on it whether it be through a creative writing or whether it be through movie making or music making or art or 
even if you're somebody who's good in science and dealing with you know formulas and or somebody who's dealing with numbers um, these are all things you know if you look deep with inside you can find that when you're going through certain levels of mania it kind of heightens those those superpowers I guess or those abilities that you have so when you're going through the dark times try to find what it is what is that ability that you have if you're an artist you know focus in on that if you're a musician focus your abilities on that um, whatever it may be whatever it is that ability whether you're an athlete or you're a mathematician or whatever it may be when you're going through those manic episodes that might be the time where you want to kind of funnel all your focus and energy on on those abilities you'll find that it can help you unfortunately like i said it's it's you know when it comes it comes and when it goes it goes but while you're in it and you have you know a certain level of awareness of it why not you know use it to your advantage from a creative level why not use it to do something better with it or positive with it you know for as positive you can be but always keep in mind that don't chase that mania um, that's a very dangerous thing and that's where you can kind of run into problems that's where you can kind of run into where you hear about the extremes with the excessive spending or the you know the relationship issues or people cheat or drug use alcoholism um, you have to be careful with the mania i mean everything you know in moderation i guess you would say and you have to be careful not to toy with that um, it's when you go to those extremes that they become dangerous and not good um, in no way shape or form like condoning um, people to you know chase that dragon um, but what I am saying in the healthiest and most positive way is to while you're going through those moments those heightened pieces of clarity that you're going through um, why not use it you know to better yourself or to you know heighten those abilities so that's kind of you know pretty much what i want to talk about in episode 11 you know being a bipolar superhero and i'll tell you what for anybody who's living with a mental illness i commend you there should be um you know there should be an, an honor that comes with that or should be some kind of of trophy or some kind of you know reward because managing a mental illness is so difficult and i'm not going to um you know say that other illnesses are any less than i'm not saying that at all whatever anybody is struggling with you know there's a certain level of bravery that comes with it you know for what it takes you to go through it and to manage it you know whether it be mental illness or some type of you know whether cancer or diabetes or some other type of health issue whatever it is that you're going through the fact that you're managing it and you're going through it 
it says a lot about who you are as a person. It really does take a, a really strong person to be able to do that. And it should all be commended for that. You know, I really do have a lot of respect for people who fight that good fight every single day, even when you know it's, you're dragging you down and you're struggling, but you're still pushing forward. You know, I commend you. You know, it's it's important. You know, and you should always be proud of yourself. Don't always expect others to give you that pat on the back that you're looking for. It's okay to do it for yourself, even if nobody else ever sees it or knows about it. As long as you do it for yourself, that's all that really matters. You know, it's you taking care of you and being proud of you and being brave for what you go through and how you go through it. So I hope, you know, this helped all of you out there. And it's, it's always something, you know, when I'm speaking to you about these topics, it's literally a part of me that I'm putting out there and I'm talking about or a perspective of mine or whatever it may be. It's always a piece of me that's coming out and I'm putting out there for all of you to help you. You know, because that's always been the goal, to be the voice for those that can't speak. Um, and I take that as a very important role in my life. So I hope you all stay tuned and come back for a new episode. And uh, until then, stay strong in mind, stay strong in heart. But most of all, don't let the demons get you down. Later. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I'll be back with an all-new episode very soon. Until then, you can catch past episodes of Dance With My Demons podcast on anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast on. You can also catch me on Instagram at DanceWithMyDemons69, on Facebook, Dance With My Demons podcast, on X at DWMD Podcast 69 And also... If you or somebody you know is going through an emotional or mental crisis, 988 is the National Suicide Lifeline. Keep that in mind. We're all in this together, and everybody needs each other's help. So until then, stay strong in mind, stay strong in heart, but most of all, don't let the demons get you down. Later.